0: knew you were about to ask me that but i haven't thought about it um Mm, think hard if i could be an animal this is like a personality test so i have to think very very smart and strategically okay for those out there that you know want to like figure out who i am
1: i've always known mine so this is gonna be the same
0: animal but
1: well my favorite animal is not the animal i want to be I would want to be is my second favorite animal. I took this personality test where the first animal you want to be is actually what you see in your significant other.
0: And the second (laughs)
1: animal that you want to be is actually who you are because obviousness attracts is a real thing. And so I love my favorite animal, but I couldn't be that nigga. I really couldn't. Mm. But my second favorite animal actually suits me more.
0: Do you want to just go? Go. Oh, I'm sorry. I think you're (laughs) shy? Go. Go. Like literally go. Let me think about it.
1: Okay. Um. Am I supposed to explain why? Yeah. If I could be an animal, I would be a black panther. (laughs) Why? In real life and in the animal form. Um. They they just have this very calm like vibe to them but they'll still fuck up shit. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: feel like as much as I would want to be like, you know, that bouncy, happy person all the time, like, like it would be nice. But I feel like for me, I'm very observant. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very cautious, but not like in a concerning way. Like I like to be aware of my surroundings before I make my move.
0: And they prance like this.
1: Yeah. So you want to prance
0: like that. You want to prance like a black panther?
1: <laughs> okay, um, I guess.
0: <laughs> I'm not the shoulder movement. You you get be out! Like that. <laughs> I'm about to fuck with you, and I'm about to fuck with the listeners too. You want to know what I w- I would be? Oh my god! I would be a whale.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> whale! Because
0: whales, they're oh. so amazing. Oh. They're so amazing, and they're so calm.
1: What noise do they make?
0: You want to know why I would be a whale? Why? I would be a whale? Because whales.
1: Didn't a whale like swallow something? Like, (laughs) do you know why I just said that
0: though? Do you know why I said I would be a whale? whale Listen, Linda. (laughs) Do you know why I said a whale? No. Because you said you would be a Black Panther.
1: Yeah.
0: You're not getting where I'm coming from right now.
1: Do whales like You haven't
0: seen that interview of Destiny's Child? When they were high and the interviewer was asking them like why, what kind of animal they would be. And then Michelle was like, I would be a black panther. Because black panthers, they walk like this. They were like, I'm sorry, pause, pause,
1: pause, pause. The real Destiny. The real Destiny. They were high in an
0: interview. I mean, they didn't say flat out say they were high, but they just look high because Michelle was like, I would be a Black Panther. And then Beyonce was like, I would be a whale. So you when you just, said that I was I like, did. Oh shit. Wow. Oh shit. She she Michelle, I can be Beyonce right now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm
1: not Michelle nor Beyonce. I mean, but you just I'm said a fucking individual
0: Association. <laughs> Are we playing the association game? No, now?
1: we didn't. I wanna be a Black Panther.
0: And that's what that Michelle had, wanted to be. That
1: had nothing to do with Michelle Williams. But
0: I'm just saying that's what Michelle wanted to be. So I was like, "Let me fuck with you in the in the audience." Wow, I'm
1: gonna have to watch that. I'll um, show you. Yeah, I gotta <laughs>
0: watch that shit. They were high. But not out of interest in this personality game. Like, okay, what's your first animal? A kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um,
1: oh my god, there's so much fun, like, <laughs> and they're so feisty and just. They don't care about anything. But see, if you think about it, that's not me.
0: Did you see that video where that kangaroo was about to attack that dog and that man came out of his car and, and punched the kangaroo in the face and he just stood there like, oh shit, I just got punched in the face. That never happened to me before. Yes.
1: <laughs> Yo, don't they have some like humanistic characteristics? I think in way? so because yeah. kangaroos
0: been trying to fight niggas for days. you ever seen that movie,
1: like Kangaroo Jack?
0: Yeah, that that's was one of my favorite when I, movies like, I back first then. fell in love
1: with kangaroos. I was like, "Really?" Yeah,
0: and then I watched the Discovery Channel. So you like aggressive them. people?
1: I don't want to say aggressive. Like
0: I say, like feisty. sporadic. Yes, feisty. Feisty.
1: Like you never see it coming. And kangaroos are a lot of fun too. Like they, they just you know they're just living life. And it made sense. Like when I took the personality test, because my second favorite animal is the black panther. Mm-hmm. But those two are complete
0: opposites. Wait, you're okay. You, that's what you said. Your first is your. And so
1: they were saying like. Like people I become friends with, or like guys I'm interested in, tend to have a kangaroo, like, characteristic, and it made a lot of sense to me. I was like, oh wow, it's like a, like a north south okay. opposite thing going on.
0: Okay. So, well, my favorite animal? Yeah, can you say a real one? Is a lioness. <laughs> like oh, mm-hmm. like I like royal. So I'm I'm on a royal.
1: That's another reason why I like Black Panthers too.
0: But about Black Panther isn't lioness. I know. Oh, come.
1: Okay. I'm just saying they have a
0: real vibe to them, too. Hey, Nick. Hey, Jonathan. How have you been? I've been chilling. Chilling like a villain? Yeah. Like a Black Panther prancing around. Like, um, I cannot not get over this, this. this. Michelle, how you doing, girl? <laughs> I'm going to show you the video, but
1: yeah, how have you been? Can you address me by my real name? Hey, Nick. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's been a Monday. It's Monday, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a Monday. Um, A lot of bullshit today. (laughs) Already? I mean, it is like six o'clock, so.
0: Okay.
1: I hope no more bullshit's coming my
0: way. (laughs) (laughs) I hope for for the sake of your life, I I do too. I love you.
1: Thank you. I love you too. You're welcome. How have you been?
0: I've been, (laughs) so... Mm. My suit came in the mail today. Story time. <laughs> Three-piece suit, you know. Oh. Real, real okay. nice or whatever. So I decided to try it on to make sure wow. that it, it fits. And I had in my mind that I wanted to go get it altered. Mm-hmm. But luckily, I don't got to do shit to this suit. When I tell you, when I slipped that suit on, Slip. put my arms through the jacket. I was astonished. I'm weak. I was you astonished. Was you and was I don't know yourself. if it's the mustache slash go- goatee thing that's I'm formulating weak. on my face right Facial now. Hair. But I wanted to have sex with myself. Oh I'm weak. <laughs> wow. So my day is absolutely I know, phenomenal.
1: I've, I've, i I feel like th- I never actually felt like I legit just wanted to like fuck me, but like
0: <laughs> that's vulgar. I, I don't want to fuck myself.
1: What, like, I sometimes like when I feel like I said sex, I'm feeling myself. Okay. Okay. I guess I only fuck people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is going to. Um, but sex, fuck, whatever. I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. But I just I've never, so good. I've never actually just wanted to like be like, damn, I just want to have sex with myself. Not like that. But like, I've looked at myself and been like, damn. damn,
0: damn. That's always like, like, damn. damn. You yeah. know how you got your phone out and you like, have it mm-hmm. up like you're taking a picture, but you never take a picture because you just like too Yeah, met, yeah. We cheese and hard like. <laughs> And you forget to press the button mm, that's spot how I love yourself <laughs> <laughs> No that's
1: beautiful that's beautiful Everybody needs to feel like that every day. Every day mm.
0: you just saying that it made me think about our friend. Um, should I say her name? I'll just say her name because this is very positive. Our friend
1: our I'm f- so lost
0: right now. Go ahead. I'm not going to say her name. I'll let her be anonymous. But our friend, she basically like told us that self-love is very, very important. Oh, oh shit. I'm yeah, dropping yeah, into yeah. we'll, yes, we'll it. The- we'll wait. for We'll wait. I'll talk about that. this later. We'll get back to that. Okay. Anyways, the block is hot. What's Black up? hot. What's up? Sizzling. Oh, I just, I just, yeah. I okay. did it. Okay. You know
1: what? <laughs> it's sad because like the block is hot. It's very hot. No, no, no. Let's get into. Um,
0: it's not entertaining. Today.
1: Let's get. It's a. Let's start off with an entertaining one, though. Let's. Um,
0: so this is old news, but wait, it's you? not old. It's not as old as it as I'm making it seem because Cardi B is is Black Girl Magic. That's what I told Nicole today. Yeah. If you if you don't know, but I hopefully you do know, Cardi B stated that she will no longer appear on Love and Hip Hop. Mm. New York. Hopefully she make a guest appearance like K Michelle does every now and then, and like you know, make a little cameo, do a feature, make the show more lively. But (laughs) (laughs) she said she's not doing it anymore, and here's why: this woman got a million dollar contract with Atlantic Records because she's it's a it's a rapper, it's a rapper. Cardi B is a rapper, and I'm super excited, and I also find it very very funny because on our first show we were talking about. Keisha Cole and how she was going on love and hip hop mm-hmm. um, Hollywood yeah. and we were laughing at that and like one of the things things that she had said was like is that not like below her
1: <laughs> love and hip hop is still below her love and <laughs> hip hop is still below people is it true that several people have made it out of the whole love and hip hop cast that's beautiful I'm very proud of Cardi B but let me tell you something <laughs> everybody else still kind of like Is still suffocated by the love and hip-hop. Because, like, I mean, I feel like they wouldn't be doing it unless their careers were...
0: Dependent on it? Yeah. No, their livelihood was dependent on it.
1: and see, like, she like, okay, well, why would I still make money with these dusty hoes when I could be making money rapping? Like, Mm -hmm. she has another platform. Like, so they came a show, singing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I I still, I ain't going back on my word. Like, there's mad people in love and hip-hop who they it's loving hip-hop is their life right and but i just
0: find it that's cute or whatever but i just find it because like we were talking about like everyone has a different road and like Mm. sometimes you should some
1: people at the stop sign some
0: some yeah some sometimes you shouldn't follow your best friend you should turn on your gps you know what i mean
1: (laughs) so i like that
0: i'm saying this to say i'm saying this to say congratulations to cardi b I think, right I think Cardi B can rap. I think she can rap. Have you heard her um her yeah. latest EP or album? I'm not, I'm not sure if it was an album or a mixtape. I or heard an EP. one
1: track. My um best friend was listening to it, and um, it was about. I heard that um she's good though.
0: No, but, she is, and although <laughs> Keisha Cole going on to love and hip-hop is like
1: keisha cole dropped a not, song did i say that one of the shows
0: i don't know if you said it but yeah I've she heard did it.
1: i liked it actually yeah mm-hmm. it I was don't... a love
0: and hip-hop song <laughs> well, what does that mean it was like a song that someone off of love and hip-hop would like do really i mean it
1: actually just seemed no, like a song keisha would
0: do well remy it, was on it remy was on the track yeah it you thought it was a song keisha would do really I'm sorry.
1: Do you not know Keisha Cole?
0: <laughs> yeah, but that didn't sound like. Wasn't it a like Keisha a? Cone. It was like
1: a man hater song.
0: Yeah, but the vibe of it wasn't like the Keisha Cole that I was used to. What Keisha it was Cole good. do you know? All of them.
1: I should have lied. I should have cheated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it didn't see. have the same vibe. It didn't have the same vibe. It was more. I don't pop want your man. Because I got it like that. Because it didn't even got to be like that. <laughs> what Keisha Cole do you know? I'm a little confused.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you're a diehard Keisha Cole fan, and you think that the vibe is the same.
1: I think the vi I, I was, the song didn't take me off guard at all.
0: The song took me off guard, and the reason why it took me off guard is because I feel as though she was trying to reach a crowd that wasn't, that wasn't Keisha Co fans in regards to how popish it was.
1: Oh, you thought it was popish? Yeah. Oh, no, I did not feel that Well, much. you love
0: that song, girl, love it.
1: I don't love like it, I just <laughs> thought it was good, but, but, no, I did not get
0: a poppish vibe, I'm gonna have to go look at it. Go look at it, well, don't look at the video, Maybe? watch the song. Listen to the song. Okay. Because the video was good, mm-hmm. but the song itself and then her dancing and all that shit, Keisha Cole don't fucking dance choreography. She sound like Mary J. Blige. That's the Keisha Cole I know. <laughs> Mary, trying,
1: <laughs> she be trying to dance. <laughs> she be lit. But no. Catch
0: Mary. I know this the is late, but congratulations to you, Cardi. I hope your rap career is successful. And speaking of like loving hip hop, I just like caught up on um, Empire. Mm -hmm. and guess who was like one of the the cameo rappers on there
1: who guess which love and hip-hop
0: new york tell me who yeah tell me oh remy mom oh wow yeah she was on there okay so, love and hip hop will do some things for you, if you do it the right way, it did it for it did it for Cardi B, it's doing it for Remy Ma's you know comeback career, and it's doing it for K Michelle's comeback career, and it's doing it for K
1: Michelle's comeback career.
0: Yeah, K Michelle has been out for a, for a very long time. She like she was like a future artist. Wait,
1: when does she like leave? You mean like a while ago? Like a
0: long time ago, and before she got on the show, she was an artist, but no one really knew about her. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm about to. Say, well, you said comeback like she, like her comeback was like yesterday, and I was like,
0: wait, oh no, no, she no, she had no, a whole no. album. Like she had more than one. She had multiple. Yeah, but I'm saying like, you know, like a lot of artists who were on there, they were like used to be's. They were used to be.
1: Yeah, no, I thought you about to say like a lot of artists like do well. It's like if you look at the ratio of those who like made it out, it's like three to
0: one. <laughs> oh, you're doing three to what? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would be like one to seven if you like simplified it. Because it's like three people, three or four people have done well. Omarion came back. I think he tried to come back.
0: He came back. He had two two nice Post songs. To be.
1: Yeah, that was it. What was the
0: other one? It was another one. It
1: was another one. But we don't know the name of
0: it, <laughs> we? know.
1: <laughs> Why is that?
0: <laughs> we don't um Ray J tried to come back. Really? I hit it. I hit it. I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what? Ray J do not have real friends because somebody should have told him. This is not a good idea, bruh.
0: It's not a good idea. I actually like that song. Get out. Let a nigga know. What? Let a nigga. Le- let a, let nigga a nigga know, know for
1: what? Is the question
0: <laughs> true? What doesn't matter? True. I mean, but it's Kim, Kardashian. Like, it's Kim like- Kardashian and it's Kanye West. Kanye West is an egotistical man, I feel and like- I'm sure that family was throwing hella shade at Ray J because, low key, I feel like the Kardashians and the the oh, I what is what is their last name? Who? Brandy and Ray J's. I don't know I feel like they still have Like that That tension Between each other Because of the sex tape So I feel like He didn't come out With that song Just to be petty I feel like there was Like some 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 like You know Some fire and oil Going on Have you watched Love and Hip Hop Hollywood No I don't like that Ray J show Cause seems like A special case So I don't know about all that Oh maybe like, he did Make it be petty I don't know that Shit like, I'm trying to take up For the nigga I don't even know him he, Yeah
1: you you don't <laughs> <laughs> but, And I feel like When he dropped that song I feel like Kim and Kanye were like ah!
0: <laughs> No <laughs> I think Kim was Hit it. no
1: i'm pretty sure i feel that. like that family be like okay where your money at <laughs> they I were mean, probably like you hit it
0: thank you but- I'm sorry, what is your, what's your income? No, they were like, yeah, you hit it. Thank you. Got right? that check. It was large. Yeah. And I monetized off thing. of it. Like you would think she, like, what did you do with it? She
1: kind of blew up after the, the sex <laughs> tape. He didn't blow up He was all. bitter
0: about it. Yeah, he was yeah, like, he reminds- where my, where my check at? That's what he said. Where my check at? Cause I got you to where you were. That's basically what the song was about. I hit it first and got you to this catapulted career that you have. And people still don't know what you're doing.
1: But hey, but she's still getting that money. She's a businesswoman. She yeah, she is. Like so. I don't like, yeah. That's why I be trying to tell people sometimes. Like, I'm not like a big fan of the Kardashians anymore, but I will say like y'all gotta stop saying they don't do shit. Like mm-hmm. they're business women. They run businesses.
0: Anybody who They got can a take children's
1: line. Anybody <laughs>
0: who can take a degrading sex tape like that, because I I know plenty of people who have done homemade videos, webcams, hop who have done videos like that, and they just go downhill. They they become crackheads. They go to jail. They <laughs> oh they stay on the street. They Jesus. just they still not nothing niggas bitches whatever. They're still they're still that. But what mm. she did with hers yeah. was make it a multi million dollar empire. Mm. No, that was Chris Jenner in the beginning. Well, Still, it was Chris still, was it working was still, her daughter. She said, If it oh. wasn't for the video, it was. If it wasn't for the video, Chris couldn't do nothing. Chris couldn't, but she worked the fuck out that video. So, an she empire was like, just pose of for Playboy once Kim, just once, woman did the same <laughs> thing. But yeah, <laughs> I congratulations. Promise she'll be posing for Vogue later. <laughs> but it it probably was all about a check. That's when he was like, I oh, hit yeah. it, I hit it, I hit it." I like that song, it's about it's crazy though, because like they it's kind of like a conspiracy that he leaked it because the video when no she, they both they released it together, oh, they released it together. It's just Kim's not going to say that she did
1: okay, that's what I was about to say, yeah, she never <laughs> said that on the um reality show, like it was said that it was left in the in the place they used to stay together at, and um. He claims that his friend took the video.
0: They're going to say that they didn't do it, but anybody who but he has claimed
1: a, his friend anybody who it,
0: has a sex tape like that—that's well produced—just that's like Mimi saying, "We didn't release that," and she had a contract with the porn with the porn company. They released that knowing exactly what they were doing, and I'm going to stick to that until they pay one of my bills.
1: That's cool. I just don't. We don't have any proof, but that's just what I was. We don't
0: saying. have no proof that the friend did it.
1: I got enough. It's word for mouth. Like it was on television.
0: Show me the receipts.
1: All right, Keeping Up the Kardashians season one, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first episode, nigga.
0: Show me the receipts again.
1: Oh my god. Anyway, show opinions me with no facts. <gasps> oh, I, oh. Next topic. Next topic. Um.
0: It's not about the facts. It's about the facts that America knows that this family is full of lies. And they continue to lie on on, uh, on, on reality TV, on social media. Catch so, me outside? No, I won't. Fight yourself.
1: I'm trying to move on to the next topic here.
0: Oh, catch me outside.
1: <laughs> I'm not fucking done with you. Because I hate when
0: you do that. What did I do to you? You like, fight me. So that's what I thought you were doing. Like, fight me. No. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, catch me outside. Danielle, whatever her last name is, Bordetillo or something like that—that's not her last name—but her and her mother, how about that, have been um, been looked at by producers and television networks to potentially get a how reality yeah, television did she show. Beat her
1: ass the other day—that's <laughs> a money maker. The, I think it these, was
0: before then. The,
1: these TV I don't think companies. that video
0: was new. I think that was like an aged video.
1: Okay, well, I, I actually don't know, but I mean, they see conflict, hella conflict. They see. A culture appropriation Like they gonna do a whole Like I don't blame them mm-hmm. Like if, if I was them I would do it too The
0: producers and the networks
1: Yeah like they were like Oh man Somebody give her a call Like we have to get her in here Duh
0: Yeah I hope she knows how to spend her money I definitely think that they're gonna be looking into her they've, they've been looking into her Ever since the Dr. Phil And especially after she was like I made you famous They knew that girl was just trouble Trouble yeah And a perpetuated stereotype.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm mad. They better not come come give away. her that show because just off of that alone, knowing that that's why they like her mm-hmm. is because she has all of these attributes, air quotes, mm-hmm. to 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 sell to to appeal. Mm-hmm. But you have actual people who live by this. This is their culture. Yeah, and it's not appealing on them, but it's appealing on this little white fourteen-year-old girl. Mm-hmm.
1: Side note: mm-hmm. This just we don't have this on the schedule. But did you see that reality show about that probation officer that wants to know what it's like to be in jail?
0: Mm-mm. And, a probational officer?
1: Yeah, no, a correction officer, correctional mm-hmm. officer. She's um. I so she wants to be. Yeah, they got it's a t. It's a reality show. She's behind jail, like
0: behind bars so she's not on the other side she's she well she's on the other side of the bars basically
1: yeah she's gonna live her life for like 140 days i think as a prisoner and she black
0: does she not know what correctional officers put prisoners through or is that why she wants to do it yeah
1: yeah yeah she wants to do
0: they is it like a documentary where like they don't know that she's a a a, correctional officer they think she's actually i
1: I don't know i know it's documentary style Mm. um but yeah i was like hmm
0: That'd be interesting I
1: don't know If I was a prisoner I'd be like Bitch you gotta get The fuck out of here I hope she With your make believe shit
0: I hope she writes a book
1: But you wanna know What it feels like That's like uh, That's like a white person Coming to the Well a uh, upper class white person Coming to the hood And you know Quitting their job And getting on welfare And be like I wanna know What it feels like To be poor <laughs> Just for 140 days Then I'm gonna go back To my life I mean they do that In real life I find it disrespectful But Go yeah. ahead And do
0: what you want Shouty I mean like that goes into question, like, in one of my classes, we were talking, like, media ethics. It was um, a journalist. He, did you already have this class? Is that why you're looking at me? I did, but we didn't do nothing. Oh. I had it online. <laughs> so the journalist, actually, like, he went undercover as a as a doctor, like someone in a hotel, not, not hotel, a hospital.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he went to investigate the um the actual doctors and surgeons, as they gave unnecessary abortion to women mm-hmm. um, and the question was whether or not this man should be given um be awarded for his discur- his discoveries and his reports and because he had read patient files and things of that nature, so like there's a lot that he did in you know like revealing like information and stuff like that so they were they were questioning the ethics around that. But I think what she's doing is ethical because she's not doing she's not doing any harm to anybody but herself, to be honest. But
1: I mean, she's not a journalist though. I mean
0: but like, it's still and like what he
1: did was for the betterment. I'm
0: saying she could potentially do it for the betterment too, because she's she would if she does it the way I would I would do it since I'm like an aspiring journalist, I would spread ideologies about it. I would write a book or I would report about it. So hopefully that's what she does.
1: Yeah, I guess. Like I just the way, like, when I saw the preview for it, I was like, so you just randomly wanted to know what it feels like to be, like, the people you treat bad? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I just, I really don't see that shit going well. Maybe
0: it's the empathy. She saw other people doing bad, or maybe she did bad, and it kind of, like, she internalized it too much. But it's, it's
1: kind of like that thing of you get to go back to your life.
0: Oh, true! Like, like take
1: advantage. Don't, don't. Yeah, it's like a like a vacation. Like a
0: slap in the face. Oh yeah,
1: that's how I saw it. Like it's like I can see it being a good show because people will be interested. I think it's great for people at home to but see. But the
0: prisoners, they're gonna want to stab her. <laughs> You get to go home after this. Not me. On to the next. Tommy Lahren. Oh, yeah. She's fired. You're fired.
1: (laughs) She's fired. Um, She's still coming to our school. How do you explain her being fired? God works in mysterious ways, period.
0: (laughs) Fuck ups, mistakes. See? Hypocrisy.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, she's off the blaze. She is still coming to East Carolina University um man it's crazy because when she had her job like majority of the black people at ecu are ready to fuck her shit up and it's like now that you don't have a job they're just gonna <laughs> be like girl you don't got your job no more how you they feel about, they about to fry you tommy. they don't want to challenge you
0: no more they want to like laugh at you, you <laughs> that's gonna
1: be one because there's supposed to be a protest i believe i bet you there's gonna be one sign like tommy oh t- what was her name tommy Tommy,
0: Tommy, where's Tommy. your job?
1: Tommy, your job, like somebody gonna be shady. Like
0: Ooh, uh if I if I could go out there with a sign, it would be Tammy, you unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it straight up. No, Tammy, the unemployment line is long. Go early. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna tell somebody to put that one Tip up. Tip of the day
1: tip of the day
0: for you white conservative women right. bourgeois and all
1: right yo white people be mad as hell when we bring people like angela davis here and they'd like how could you bring a criminal here and i'm like how can you bring somebody who's not even employed here who got fired <laughs> how turning point yo and it's like i was talking to somebody about it and they were just like yeah what does that mean and i'm like have you looked up turning point mm-hmm. they're like really strict is this a
0: national organization and they just found a chapter on campus yeah i believe oh, okay. so but i
1: have to double check don't take my word on it but um because it's turning point at ecu okay but i was like mm. you know all they do they take pictures like i heart capitalism like shit like that i'm like
0: oh, oh okay so oh, that would make sense if it was a national because i thought when we first talked about it outside of the show um, that it was just the people on campus who founded it, founded it like wholeheartedly. Like it was their organization. I mean, and then you were saying the chapter that, here. And so. No, but when you were saying that how I heart capitalism, I was like, wow, those two guys. <laughs> but if it's national, I get it. That was the turning point at ECU who took them pictures. And they created the t-shirts themselves. Oh, I mean, I can't give you, I don't know all that. That's what I'm saying. If it was an if it was the national organization who created the T shirts, I'd be like, oh. But if it was them, I'd be like, kind of repulsed. But yeah. Anyways,
1: I think you need to look. That, I I urge like all ECU listeners go look up Turning Point at ECU. They have a Facebook page. Me and my uh, coworkers and my supervisor at LWCC we all looked at it and we were like, wow. Like I heard capital, capitalism was the only thing I could remember, mm-hmm. but it's really like. You could tell there's some, like, basically, like, those really high-class Republicans in the making.
0: Mm-hmm. This is where
1: they're beginning. Like, that's what I got from it. Um,
0: well, everybody go look it up.
1: <laughs> and then, honestly, if you just think about it objectively, they bring, they're bring they collectively bringing Tommy Lauren here. Think about that shit.
0: Well, it's not just them. It was, um, what is it, Student Involvement Leadership is bringing them here, too. I think it's SIL, right? That
1: should tell you some shit, too. Oh, but
0: <laughs> moving on. <laughs> To the missing D.C. girls.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I'm sure you guys have all heard that a great... No- well, first of all, we've already mentioned on the show before that um, there are a lot of missing uh, black boys and black girls yes. in the nation, but um, the attention hasn't really been drawn to D.C. because apparently they said 14 girls had gone missing and Was it one day or...
0: I just know that there's been a lot of um, publicity and news coverage around like yes. a large amount of DC girls but currently.
1: Like, I like was doing research yesterday about it, and I was actually because because I keep seeing so much about it, and I keep seeing like tweets about like how the um, how these kidnappers like get girls and stuff like that. Which honestly, they could all be fake because they just like a bunch of like text messages and people's phones. Like nothing's really accurate. But um what I found was that based off the um, police reports that um, there's a lot of misinformation going around um, there weren't 14 girls that were kidnapped in that time frame that they were saying and um, for f- the past five years, the same rate of kidnappings have has been the same and um, and actually if you look at the past years in general, the kidnappings have gone down and so with that being said, like obviously somebody is kidnapping a certain type of girl, like they were saying African American or if you could just black or brown girls pretty much. Um but I will say that like when you're like expressing things, especially like on Twitter or like to people's faces, like know your information because a lot of people speak with emotion more than facts. And so I'm on Twitter and I'm like, oh damn, this, this and that and actually it's the wrong information. Like don't just see something on Twitter and then run with it. Like, you'll look stupid. So, and it's it's crazy because, like, I know everybody's upset about these missing girls. Like, I'm, like, it made me a little bit, like, terrified just because I am a black girl and I'm on a college campus and I feel like that's an easy target, to be honest. But I just don't feel like it's okay to be, I don't, let me word this correctly, um, this is something that's been going on for a while, it looks like. And um, it's kind of like that thing of just for it, future scenarios, like pay attention to your people, you know? And that goes for myself as well. Like this has been going on, I don't want to say under our noses because the police reports were there, but don't act like it's a surprise. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: Yeah, and like I when we were talking about outside of the show, like this is... Missing girls makes missing boys, sexual exploitation and trafficking of of children, of women, of men. This has existed since before any of us could count to three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But I can definitely see how it has become more prevalent to a lot of our eyes based yeah, off of the, social networks the social, and stuff yeah, like that.
1: Social media. And so, like,
0: to pinpoint on what you were saying, I do think that it is a personal... Um, responsibility social responsibility to you know be socially and culturally aware and competent about what's going on in the world before you do make those irrational statements or comments that can affect in any, any and everybody around you because citizen journalism is how a lot of people get their news so it is your responsibility to make sure you're actually getting the right news and not get carried away and be on one tweet or news. post that's on twitter but with all that being said I can definitely say that I'm really happy about Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that because of the opportunity and potential that it has provided to a lot of these scenarios, whether the message or the issue was kind of skewed in public gossip or, or you know, commentary and stuff like that. Because it has brought a lot of attention and help to a lot of situations. But yeah, in regards to people just getting emotional about he say, she say stuff. It is our social responsibility to to be aware with the right information, be informed and not misinformed.
1: I feel like every improvement or technology improvement has a bad side and a good side. Is it
0: really an improvement? I mean,
1: social media.
0: I mean, yes, it's a. It allows it's us a progression. To be, it's
1: allowed. It's allowed us to keep in touch with people we're not around. Mm-hmm. That's like I did a paper on it one time. Okay. Like, but the thing with social media is that as much as you could spread good or fact, you can also spread false yeah. and bad. And so that that's just with everything. Me and my professor were talking about it. It has a good and bad side to it. Yeah. So it's good and everything. But my friend, um, my friend, Kleisha, she always says, like, don't just share things on Facebook. Actually read it.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't
1: just retweet on Twitter. Actually read the article. If it's not an article linked to it, you need to look it up like. See if it's real, like we go over fake news in the communication department here so many times. And for example, Trump's uh, inauguration that was fake news, like how many people were out there, they, The picture that was taken that, that time with barely any people, that was taken while people were coming into the inauguration. And as much as I really don't fuck with Trump, his inauguration was normal sized. Like you can't just if things fall to your um, emotions and what you believe in too accordingly. Like you can't just always say, "Oh, I'm gonna just go off of this." Like you need to know the facts. Like you have to be objective. Like you have to tell the truth.
0: Objective objectivity in to, in today's age, it's kind of impossible to do that <laughs> because of citizen journalism and wanting to break the story <laughs> before the next the next network and stuff like that. So like, yeah, that's, but they're
1: usually like. Respectable like um, news outlets, like they're usually fine with
0: that. Like, but the big ones, the the big ones, like Fox and CNN. Of course, they're going to be Fox is as objective as possible as reporters, but well, as overall,
1: like, like I've seen CNN like interview people, and I can tell they're subjective. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, they hate Trump. CNN hates mm-hmm. Trump. Like, you can just, definitely tell which one's no left secret. or right wing. Yeah. yeah, but as for like the actual story, like. Like, if CNN saw that, like, Trump inauguration thing, they wouldn't say, like, oh, no one came to his inauguration.
0: They wouldn't say a lot of
1: people did. They probably just went talk
0: about it. They would write it in their favor because I was doing an application for um, an internship, and it wanted me to, like, compare different, um, you know, news avenues. Mm-hmm. And I once upon a time, I, I compared, like, NBC, CNN, and Fox, mm-hmm. and the way they covered the same story was completely different. Like... Mm-hmm. For example, how you say CNN doesn't really favor Trump. CNN would write like a lighthearted, like humorous story about it, while yeah. Fox would write like a a serious, more, you sh- like you should take this guy serious because he's doing things mm-hmm. and initiatives that take action, while NBC would be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, NBC <laughs> is in the middle, Yeah. So that was very interesting to see. Like, objectivity is so skewed a little bit. And then with a dab of that citizen journalism, it's just so hard to tell. So
1: It's like, I guess with objectivity, it's how you tell the story. Mm-hmm. But, like, my, I guess my point with this topic is don't tell the wrong story. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell the story however you want to. Have your facts. But actually, don't just make up a
0: story. Show me the receipts. Yeah. It's time for wellness. Wellness. What's our wellness for today, Nick? Wellness? We're here to talk about ourselves.
1: Selves. I like myself. Well, mm. mm.
0: we know this already.
1: <laughs> what tell me what you think love
0: is. Oh, okay, Lauren Hill. Uh, you going to answer the question. Love? <laughs> Do y'all, have you ever have you ever what? heard Zion? Yeah. Oh my god. I love that little ending yes. when the guys back in the class like what does love mean to you? Is that to Zion? Yeah, it's the ending of zion i didn't know that listen to it like no i I know design oh, okay.
1: <laughs> i know my girl
0: self-love
1: yes that's what we're talking about today self-love
0: and i told you guys that i was going to talk about our friend our friend anika i decided not to keep her anonymous but our friend anika told us that something that really will help with self-love is to like be naked look at yourself in the mirror and like yo dance. what's
1: so funny <laughs> is she told me this like two years ago was it
0: two years ago or last year
1: no no i was at tipsy teapot with her when tipsy oh, was okay. still here and um we were just talking about stuff and she she was like yeah i just like stand in front of the like she was still going through the process yeah and what she would do is just stand in front of the mirror naked and so i started to do it wait or was that my freshman year i don't, I don't know, know because i remember doing it in a dorm i remember looking at myself naked work? in the dorm Yeah, like, to be honest, like, I see when I'm, like, you know, packing on a few pounds and stuff like that. But I've learned to, like, just love everything. Like, it's kind of weird. Because I think what it is is because you see yourself so much and what you thought were your faults become normalized. Mm -hmm. Because it's just who you Mm -hmm. are. So if you see yourself naked more, like, you'll realize this is who you are. Like, nothing's changing. And nothing's saying you're imperfect. So it's, like, when I see my stretch marks, like... Like, when
0: I, when I see everything, like, I just be like, hmm. <laughs> like, literally, when, like, people talk about, like, disliking themselves, I always take that, Anika. And I'm always like, girl, you should try this. This is what my friend does. <laughs> I was I was on Twitter with
1: her the other day, and she was mentioning it, and I was like, I, t- I tweeted her, and I was like, I remember when you told me that. Like, it worked. <laughs> like, I told my best friend in Texas to do it, too. Because it's like, I, like, being a girl, too, and having, like, girl conversations with people, like, I always hear shit like, oh, my titty sack. Like, I hear that the most out mm-hmm. of everybody. And I'm just like, w- is there something that's telling us how our titties are supposed to look? Like, yeah. Cause, like, from- oh, I saw
0: you tweet about something like that. What, what'd you say? You said something about not letting other people's views, something. You, have to, you just tweeted it, like, recently. like
1: Oh, yesterday?
0: Yeah, what did it say? Because I
1: saw this video, and it was this guy getting, like, hair transplant.
0: Oh, it was that video? Yeah, <laughs>
1: and I was like, this guy, the guy um, put the video up. He goes, like, ladies, y'all cool with that? And a lot of girls were very supportive. They were like, you know, if that boosts his confidence, then, you know, do it. And here I go with my own popular opinion. <laughs> I just felt like in society where, and I tweeted this too, I said we're told how to look and we we believe it. Mm-hmm. Like we fall
0: for it. And that's what you
1: said. And it's like to me like looking at him yeah he he was like going bald, you know? He he probably did maybe he had like alopecia or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like when I meet people, I don't meet I don't love people because of how they look on the outside. To be honest, I feel like our appearance has nothing to do with our inner self. And so when you meet somebody and you're, and you're really in love with them, it has nothing to do with their appearance. It has everything to do with their soul, like their light that's shining through. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like looking and I'm like, so does his confidence rely on his appearance? And a lot of people can say, yes, that does. And a lot of people can say, oh, Nicole, some people aren't there yet. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, yeah, you change yourself because the way you're supposed to be made and the way you're supposed to evolve is how God wants you to Mm -hmm. evolve. So I think you should accept that. Accept that the model on the the magazine, the, the model on the camera, like, you don't have to be the model
0: on you because your appearance is just a model like your appearance appearance, isn't you literally
1: our bodies are just vessels Mm -hmm. like we're, we're we just have this opportunity to live in something exactly but everything about you who you are it's inside really our body is just like how we decorate ourselves you know sometimes but as for things that are happening naturally like let them flourish be you like and another thing is I've seen guys or girls, do, they do go through changes like that, and they change things about themselves. And it, it all comes down to they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Like, I know some guys, they'll do some things, and they'll be like, oh, I'm going to get bitches now. And they still don't get no bitches. And I'd be like, that's because the problem lies within you, sir. Or the same vice versa. And so, like, I just, like, and I used to be that person, like, um, I used to think I had to look a certain way and I was trying to do things to make it seem that way, like to make myself almost like a duplicate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I fell in love with myself. And to be honest, hey man, praise I haven't, the Lord.
0: Look, praise I haven't the Lord. thought about
1: like anything. Love yourself. I haven't thought about anything like I, You do to let me talk. Love. I haven't thought about like changing myself. It doesn't come up anymore. Like I cut my hair, but. That was because my hair was damaged. <laughs> like, I see, like, I can tell if, like, you're doing things for your health. I'm all for hygiene and health. Like, you want to work out every day because you want to be healthy, not because you want to fit into a size so-and-so. That's cool and all. You want to be healthy, that's fine. But I don't think your your hair makes... That's not a... I don't think that's a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I be seeing a lot of fine brothers who are bald. So, like... <laughs> If your hair is, if you're losing it, then um,
0: go ahead, shut that thing off. But also, let me see that head with self love, like
1: yeah, give your spill, give your spell.
0: with self love. I think it is very important to to want to feel pretty or to want to feel handsome because even though, like you said, it's just a vessel, your outside vessel still complements who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And so, I completely agree with you. But and I don't when I say this, I don't want people to think that. I'm um, super superficial or conceited or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I have an amazing personality, <laughs> 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 and my personality my personality shines through. Okay, people love some Jonathan McDougall, and when they hate him? him, when they hate him, oh it's only God. because they really want to be his friend, and they pretty much know that he doesn't want to be theirs. So. <laughs> That's that. But Jonathan has an amazing personality and something that complements that is his, his enjoyment and his love for how he looks and Mm -hmm. how he feels when he, how he feels about how he looks. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I I think with a lot of people, like with the argument about putting on woman wearing makeup or men wearing makeup or going to the gym every single day to get this physique or this body built that you want. It's important to understand that a lot of people want different things. So person A may not want to go to the gym because they're tired or they have a long, they've been doing stuff for all day, so they they had a long day. Person B may be like, okay, I had a long day as well. I feel good about my long day. I feel good about this, that, and that. But I won't feel complete until I go to the gym so I can get my dream physique. So I think it's important to understand that management psych. In my opinion, I think it's important to understand that management psych because if someone has a pretty body, they work for that body So it's that mentality of You know Working for something And to achieve a goal And so goals make people feel good Or the idea to To I can't really make the argument About makeup But makeup makes women feel pretty And so feeling pretty Brings confidence in, in the inner beauty as well In my opinion So self-love It's important to To love yourself in all facets Whether that be inner beauty Or inner inner confidence in the outer being, but it's also important to know your own wealth and your own worth and value as well, and not lose, lose touch of yourself into, to shallow and superficial ways. But as long as you, you identify with who you truly are and know who you are, I think you can go a long way and be okay with loving yourself in all facets, whether that be things that could be coined superficial.
1: I respect your opinion but i completely disagree okay i i feel like which what, what you said is what everybody pretty much says all the time okay and i think what people have to realize or you you don't have to realize it i don't give a fuck but you have to realize why you're doing things like you said going to the gym to get a, the dream physique you know and when I, I was talking to this girl she trains people at ECU. she's mm-hmm. a trainer and um the reason why people enjoy working out is because they enjoy the idea that they are treating their body well. It has nothing to do with a dream body or what you want to look like. It's about the simple fact of working out to better yourself. When you eat right, you're not eating right to fit into a size two. You're eating right because those fruits and vegetables actually do well for you. Like It's a, it's a difference. Like I think everybody is just a little too superficial.
0: I mean, like with that, I totally agree with that as well. But there's other there's other reasons and opinions in regards to working out. Because yes, and but when I say dream physique, I don't mean this this American standard, like the Vogue magazine standard, or you know, um, whatever okay. little drunk crazy scheme there is to get to get healthy. I mean how you feel and, and to the point you get to to feel comfortable about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have an, if you have a goal to get abs. That's why that person is going to the gym to get abs.
1: Yeah, but why are you getting abs? To
0: make yourself feel good. Why would it make you feel good? I can't speak for the next person. I don't have okay, abs, but I'm the saying these are
1: questions though that people really can't answer.
0: Right, but like, someone p- potentially can. I can't answer that because I don't have abs. But I, but I also don't think <laughs> I would love to have abs, but I don't have them. But I also don't think that it's it's right to to argue a statement when you really don't know how a person feels. Or our, our views, that perspective. Uh-huh. I feel it's important to appreciate and, and to value another person's perspective on things like that, too. I just, I mean, we should I bring said, somebody in. Just, we should I bring s- somebody in and talk to them about I
1: it. I mean, like I said, I respect your opinion. I just, I've went through so many questions within myself to where, and some of the people around me, we've realized that everybody's working towards a certain type yeah. of body. Everybody's working towards a certain type of face. Um, everybody's working towards this one ideal. Like, uh, Chance made a song about it on. Um, surf and it was saying how every girl looks the same like it's the brazilian weave it's i want a fat ass like i want big boobs that's, i want an hourglass yeah i get that that's like, that's different it's like why do you want it oh because it'll look nice well why does it look nice what looks nice to you and it's like for me i just i feel like everybody was born perfect mm-hmm. like you just I just wish everybody would just be who they are.
0: Yeah. Like, that's com- in my opinion, that's completely different because a lot of women, when they this- achieve, they want to achieve that is surgically. So that's like an easy fix yeah. versus when you go to the gym, you have to actually put in work ethic and stuff like that. So, but then to end wellness, I would like to end it with, um, everyone finds love within themselves differently. So you just have to appreciate yeah. their their avenue and their their way of life, whether yes. it's the long road or the short road.
1: I, I get it. Like <laughs> my roommate is always saying shit like this to me. Well, Nicole, everybody has a different path, and yeah, okay, that's cool. No, I'm just telling you how I feel right now. Yeah, like just to talk about the topic. Yeah, like, yeah, for I sure. I understand. Like I'm in an area where other people aren't, but
0: I agree with you. I agree with you, but I don't agree with you on the whole. I don't know if you're you're speaking for the whole scope of people who want to achieve, like, their own personal goals and in, in objectives in regards to getting fit or I'm, to, I'm okay. to looking a certain way.
1: I'm okay with personal goals. Like, I have personal goals. I want to eat better so my body is better. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I, I know that my body is flourishing the best way it can. But if your personal goals are rooted by society's goals, then I have a problem. Because no one ever comes out and says... Oh, uh, I want a fat ass Because all those Instagram models get attention
0: No one flat See, out says that they When say, you talk about that, I agree with you On like, like a fat ass a decide, I agree with you on that You have to decide,
1: but, are your personal goals Your actual personal goals And it's is it for your well-being Or is it for, like just this, that, that statement His confidence I was just like, you're already born with confidence You have to learn how to use it mm-hmm. Like and they was getting all them fuck nigga haircuts. Like it was just a bunch of shit. And I was like, why don't you feel happy with just who you are? Like why aren't you? Is it upset because everybody's not supposed to have hair. If if they did, they would have it. But it's like, how upsetting is that? Like God wouldn't take something from you if he felt like everybody needed it. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know everybody's religion, back religious background or if they even have one. It's just looking from stepping out of who I am as an African American, stepping out of who I am as a woman. Just looking like from a humanistic point of mm-hmm. view, I'm just like, do you really like who you are? And there are different levels to it because you have like the of Kylie course, Jenner level, yes. which is like there sky are different high, levels to it. But then you have like what I, that tweet I was talking about, which I feel like is mid ground. But like there yes. are levels to it. But I, me personally, I feel like. The beauty you're born with doesn't need to touch all those levels. Like Mm -hmm. worry about your health and your well-being, like your mind spiritually. I don't think your appearance should really dictate
0: your confidence. Yeah. But I think we need to move on. It's situational. It is situational though. But yeah, let's move on to our listener truths. And so we told you on our bonus show that we were going to have a guest today But as we all know, hopefully, things occur and things happen, and we just have to continue to chime on. And so in honor of our our guest not being here, we're going to read a listener truth that she sent in. And this listener truth is basically about grinding and acknowledging that the grind doesn't stop. And if you are serious about your grind, you have to acknowledge that sometimes you're not going to sleep at night or sometimes you're going to miss out on annual events are, are trips and things of that nature, and you're going to sacrifice a lot. I mean, it can be damaging to your relationships and even yourself. And Taylor Johnson says, people always talk about the grind, but they don't know what all that entails. Is working multiple jobs for 15 plus hours a day? Sometimes it takes so much more. You gotta be. You have. You gotta believe in something that's worth more right now than what you're giving up. And the way that I interpret that is I can kind of relate But also I'm a very Selfish person um, In regards to my my Objectives and my and my, and my Goals to get to a certain place But I'm also a very selfish person in, in regards to having Fun and things of that nature So I'll quit a job in a minute <laughs> If I don't feel like it's, it's Adding value to my life Or if I don't feel like I'm enjoying it Because my philosophy is that I want to live a lifestyle, and what that lifestyle means to me is not, you know, going out vacationing and, and laying on my ass all day. What that means to me is my career is something I enjoy to the fullest of my to the to the fullest extent, and my career entails entails me having fun and doing all that stuff. So I'll quit something even I'll quit something in a hot minute if I don't see that it adds, adds value. But I also understand time management and the importance of it, and I had to learn that along the way. And I always set time out of my out of my week, out of my day or wherever whatever it may be to go on vacation with my friends or to go out on a night or to literally this is what I do a lot. Sit down in my room, lay down, eat a $10 box, gorge on it all night, and watch Netflix and chill. So I think it's very important to chill and I think it's very important to to have time to yourself. although grinding and, and the grind don't stop is important. But you should definitely take time for yourself. What do you think, Nick? I
1: think um with this, um I used to be that person that didn't sleep a lot um You, you still are no it was it, it was, was worse, worse. It, my sophomore year here it was much worse. like I had these huge dark circles under my eyes. Oh no, man, Pete, I know this one fine ass guy used to stop me and bait. The, um he the
0: like, education be like, what up black eyes he'd
1: be like are you okay <laughs> like i used to be like yeah i'm fine Aww. like i'm gonna be okay like <laughs> i'm fine it's nothing oh my god and then i'll never forget one time like basically like a bunch of shit got canceled and i like actually tried that morning and he was like you look so beautiful this morning i don't know why i never got his number he was fine as hell damn nicole mm. I was too worried about my shit. When I mean like I did not pay attention to boys at all, like I just, okay, let me get back on topic. Um, I believe that you really have to think carefully about what matters right, and what's going to push you forward to the next chapter in your life. Um. And those don't necessarily, not everybody's life has the same priorities, I will say. Mm -hmm. It's to you what matters, what is going to have substance. And so if you feel like, like I know some people who feel like they can't do school in a relationship at the same time. But I know a couple who does it well. And it's um, me and my friend, uh, me and my friend Rom are talking about this. And he's one of those people that don't like, who fairly don't think like it'll work together and stuff like that. And I was just saying, I was like, I think it's a matter of understanding and being on the same level with someone. And so it's like, if you have somebody that's always going to want to talk to you and, like, doesn't, you know, think like you're just doing homework or doing shit like that, then, yeah, it's not going to work. But it's about being on a level ground. So it's like, if you're with somebody who is also busy, who's also getting shit done, who's also excelling at their university or at the university you're at, then it works. You know what I'm saying? And so that's one thing that can work then you want to have a career when you get out of college so you have to put forth time put time to your career especially towards your junior and senior year of college mm-hmm. and so you have to do that and if you work you if and if if the jobs are important if the jobs are important keep them but if they're not like you said let the shit go let it
0: go like, go to the movies go nothing, to the club because that's what i do. if
1: nothing is like working well with you no, stop Then if it's literally, if something is pulling you back, just let it go. That's how I feel. But I will say like the whole sleeping thing, I used to do that. I used to pull all nighters in the library all the time. And I can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I can't, I don't think, I think it's disrespecting my body. And I had to sit down and I said like, what can I let go? Because I can't do this shit no more. I can't like, and so it's like, when I think about it, When people, oh, Nicole, you want to hang out? You want to get drinks? I'd be like, what else do I have to do? Like, nah, because next week I'm going to be struggling in the library pulling all-nighters when I could have been doing this shit when I was out getting drinks and stuff like that. And so I I get what um, Taylor is saying. But um, also think about yourself. Your well-being is just as as important as your career. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I also believe in um, being... uh, less weary. I feel like that's when beautiful things happen. Okay, salon. It's a, um it's a very spiritual mindset, but um I was watching this TED Talk and it was saying it was talking about a genius. And a lot of times in Western civilization, we believe that a genius is actually could be a person, like we think like Einstein is a genius, but that's actually not right when the word was um created, a genius is an entity, it's a spirit. And so what she was saying was that that a genius is like God. And so, when a genius tries to enter your body, it can't get through all your all your problems and your your weariness. And so, what it's saying is, flush it out. Like you ever been like, oh
0: my god, it you're makes making sense. Smell right now because no, it makes sense. Literally, I quit that job. Yeah, let
1: I quit that job and lose some to win some. Jay Z, yeah,
0: I quit that job and like once I quit that job, I felt like a boulder was off of my mm-hmm. like my back. Like, yeah. giving me hunchback. And I felt like that was relieved. And then I focused all of my time and energy and trying to figure out what would make me happy. And then came about talking to my advisor and getting an independent study in here, me and Nicole are
1: yeah, no singing, it's so talking true. about the ugly truth like when you have so many things building up in your spirit, you need to flush it. And it's not saying like, just don't give a fuck about it. but, there's a point, at least for me, where I'm like, God's got it. It's mm-hmm. really that let go process. God has got it. As soon as you let go, not in the sense of get rid of something, but let go, you your blessings pour upon you. Mm-hmm. They pour.
0: And something that I realized working for corporate America, um, when I got there, I had this college mentality of like making sure I go above and beyond and, and I do this and I do that and I make them happy and I make them proud. My boss literally had to sit me down and was like, and he whispered. (laughs) Because I think he thought I was going to be offended. But he was like, Jonathan, like, when you get here at 8.30, you work. But when you clock out at 5, like, leave your work here. Like, once you walk out of this door, like, work stops. And I was like, okay. and Okay. Like, I can do that. I can. I'll do that, actually. And I... (laughs) Over after could the summer, I have seen you like uh, okay. No, I did it. and after that you were summer, you probably at
1: five o'clock. Like all right,
0: <laughs> like at first, Y'all get drinks. <laughs> at first I went, I like, I was like, fuck that. Like I'm not gonna listen to that. Like I would take my work back home and like work on my projects. But then I was like, okay, let me really like do what this man said, and I took that mentality back to school. And last semester was one of the best semesters that I've ever experienced in regards to academia, but also extracurricular activities such as, you know, working and and doing different things that I also enjoy. And what I realized was, okay, I need to set a limit for myself in regards to just making sure I do things and then putting a deadline for each day. And once Mm -hmm. I hit that deadline, just stop focusing on whatever it is that I was focusing on, and yeah. wait for the next day, wait for wait 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 for eight thirty. But when five o'clock hits, I'm done. And so that's what I've been doing, and I think that works tremendously because if you didn't get it done then, then it just wasn't supposed to get done that day. And that's yeah. that's my philosophy. And it's, it's
1: hard to believe that though. Like, I know for philosophy. me, it was like it was definitely difficult. But um, yeah, especially like passionate people, they have a really hard problem with this because they're so they're so on their path about how to get something done or finish Mm. something that they're doing too much work up here in their mind.
0: I used to be that way. I was so anal. Like, this Mm -hmm. is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to get to this place in my life. And if I don't do it like this, I'm screwed. Like, my life is over. I used to be that way.
1: You got to realize with everything, like your friendships, your relationships, your career, your schoolwork. You have to realize your plan that you have for your life. The road map God
0: has for you is what He has for you. Like yeah, you, you can't don't have a navigation it. system. You don't. You just gotta go with the mother freaking flow. You in the backseat. God is your navigation. <laughs> yeah. The genius that God instills in your spirit you have is your to navigation. Believe that. I like that. Thanks for telling me that. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, it's like it's so like when I heard it and when I really thought about it, I had a couple conversations with people. I said, "Damn! Like that's just true." Like,
0: y'all, I just poked Nicole. I was like, "You really did." Like, <laughs> I bruise easily. But let's move on to the ugly truth. And let me just say, by starting, I love Nicole's ugly truth today. Let's go into it. Okay, so
1: my ugly truth doesn't really have a title. I would say, Um, but it just came to my mind today because I. I hold a few leadership positions on mm-hmm. my campus, and the one thing I I used to do is I used to really put my faith in the people, which was a huge mistake because you should only put your faith in the God. And so, a lot of times I get apologies from people, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, like I didn't mean to do this, I didn't mean to do that, I meant to come, like stuff like that. And I I, I would have to say I love everyone that I work with, but. I think something that everybody needs to know is that when you fail to meet an expectation multiple times, the whole apology part is not always needed.
0: I don't want an apology. Like I yeah. believe, sorrys are are stupid. I,
1: I get it. Like it's like they you, aren't real. You know, I'm sorry. I had a paper. Like, you know, no, stuff like that. I get it. But it's like I'm to a point now where I live life in the present. Right. And so. While I'm, okay, you didn't show up for something. While I'm living life, I'm getting messages, like, a day later or, like, hours later. And it's like, I'm sorry, and this and that. And to be honest, I'm not thinking about you.
0: Right. And you I weren't have, sorry from the beginning, because if you were sorry, you wouldn't have done it. Or you would have let me know prior to, you know, whatever. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's it made me think about it today. And I was like, I, I've worked. I've had an internship before. Well, I've had a couple internships before. And when I think about it, like. Employers don't want any explanations at all. Like, and if you have if you're a person that gives multiple explanations, then you never want to be known as the excuse person. And that's what it comes off and it's like I'm not nobody's employer. So that it doesn't really apply to me, but it's just a simple fact that if you fail to do something, don't explain don't explain yourself cuz you've already just not been able to commit to it especially if there's really no excuse, like an excuse is like um, car broke down, like, you know, something that you could not help, but the simple fact of for- forgetting that doesn't work in the real world. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, I, I don't, especially here. Like, I don't really care. Like, cause I'm like, okay. Especially if you're somebody who has like repeated offenses, I'm like, and nothing new. And it's sad that I have to think that about people. And I, I fuck with the people that I work with. Um, but it's, it's the simple fact of, like, everybody's moved on. So when you when you get a job in the future, like, save it. Save it or lose your job, because that's how it's going to be. But I doubt
0: that, because when money is involved, people act brilliant. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, if you're doing something that you do for free, mm-hmm. you should be more than willing to commit and go the extra mile yeah. to exceed like your own expectations and do what you're supposed to do. So before the money comes in, you should already have that responsibility for yourself to want to, to do what you signed up for.
1: I think some people sign up for things because it sounds good Mm -hmm. and not like, and no one wants to be like a dickhead. Like no one wants to be like, I don't want to do this and I don't want to help out here. No one wants to believe that. But I was reading this quote and it was, I don't know it word for word, but it was saying the difference between being persistent and being consistent and so, when you're persistent, you're like, "Hey, like, I want to be part of this. Like, hey, I want this job here. Like, hey, can you help me out?" But consistency is what helps you keep your opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're not consistent, you you, it's like a J curve. It's no, 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 S curve. S curve. No, fuck it. You go downhill pretty much. And so it's like all this passion that we saw in the future is no longer present in your path with this with this employment opportunity with this organization opportunity it's no longer there so it's like I know for me like just being a leader on campus and when I take this into the real world I will never allow people I w- I won't work with people who don't know consistency and that's something I've had to work on the past couple months because I'm I'm not a consistent person unless I like really well no I'm consistent. It just depends on what it is. <laughs> but I'm to a point now where it's like I have, like, calendar. Like, each day is a certain day I work on something. Mm-hmm. That way I know I've worked on this twice this week, like, being consistent. But if it's, like, something you're devoted to, you have to be consistent as well. Like, you can't just start off strong and then live it out weak.
0: See, that's – I think that's what's, what, what's different between me. Like, I'm not – the way you define persistent, like if that was like the the set in stone only definition of being persistent, I would not be a persistent person. Because what, what did you, what did you do, say? Persistent and committed?
1: Consistency.
0: Consistency. I would definitely just, if that was the definition of persistency, I would just definitely be a consistent person. Someone who you can look at and know, oh, that's Jonathan. You can depend on Jonathan for that. Because I'm the type of person that only does things that... And that I know that I would enjoy full heartedly, not like, you know, a full scope of things like I like to consider myself a factotum, a jack of all trade. But with all of that, it's things that I'm passionate about and that kind of come into a full circle and have similarity. And so I think that's how I keep my life unchaotic, because I can only I can only imagine if I was that persistent person you were just describing. And I was like, oh, I want to sign up for that. Oh, I want to do that. I feel like my life would be Crazy. I used to
1: be like that, and then someone had to sit me down. They were like, You can't do everything. Like, what do you actually really want to do? And the things I've chosen that I want to do, even regardless if the people around me don't want to do it, it's like I'm always thinking about it. You know, I'm always like, Oh, that would be good for this, that would be good for that. And that's where that love for something comes in. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I think the consistency comes natural. So I guess, like, it's not really like an ugly truth. It's kind of like advice. Like, don't do something you don't want to do. Like, and that's not a bad thing. If you don't want to do something, don't fucking do it. Like, yeah, you know how many things, you know I, how many things you. I don't do? Oh, you would be great for this. Nah, I ain't feeling it. It would look good on my resume, but I don't want to do it.
0: You know, add value to where I see yeah. myself five months from now. Like, I'm like that's literally how you. I think. That's literally how I think. Like, yeah. if this is all fine and Danny, but I'm going to leave you to it. Yeah, like I think you'll do a better job. Like, and that's, stuff how like that. that's how I think. That's how like I'm not one of those people, people be, who yo.
1: I, and I wasn't raised like this at all, so it's like I can sometimes I can tell when people don't want to do something, and like and they do it anyway. They still do it, and then by the time you fire them or kick them out, they be like, "Oh yeah, I was just waiting." And I'm like,
0: what "The fuck? Why is-? do you do that to yourself?" I have people are weird,
1: like because I was see, and I was talking to my best friend about this in my household. If you didn't say what you wanted, you 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 were stuck. And so like, it was closed mouths don't get fed yeah, on the boulevard. It was the simplest thing. Like I'd be like, um, yeah, Dad, I don't think I want to watch it. Speak up. I can't hear you. Like it was stuff like that. So like, when people are like, yeah, uh, I'd be looking at them like, what? Like that don't that don't maybe go. that's
0: is that why we get along so much? Maybe because like I always sense- I feel like if that if if. If you talk to somebody, somebody else, the way you talk to me, and vice versa, like we would probably be fighting. We will you would probably fight that person, I would probably fight that person. We fight the same
1: person because <laughs> <laughs> right, I'd be looking at people like, Come on, use your words. Like,
0: because, like, what am I gonna do to you? Honestly, like, like I'm like my honest, like rude ass self with you, and I feel like you're that way with me too. Yeah. Mm. I'm so happy I get to be myself around you.
1: I'm glad I can be myself around. I mean, I'm, I'm myself around everybody. So. I mean, but like,
0: I am too, but I'm like, I'm more of that like reserved, Like, oh, yeah, sit my, don't have sit to my, be. with my mug myself. Yeah. Like, I'm more like, I'm, just a, don't come I'm not, not going to give you stupid all of me. shit. Like,
1: people be coming to me with stupid shit. And I'd be like, why are you making this so hard on yourself? Like, just say what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like, just say it. Like, yeah. and it's, I know I come off a little like direct and demanding or, Whatever you want to say, like my tone is my natural tone is very. I wouldn't say cut very. Yes, cutthroat, yeah, cut but it's like I still need you to grow some balls and just say what you some gotta pebonus. say. Like I be speaking to some people, and and this just goes for business things, and they and it's like, oh yeah, I don't. I don't really know, and I'm like, I think you know. I think you just won't fucking say it. Right? And I think
0: this mentality that we have, I think, is what messes me up a lot because my <laughs> ugly truth is, when uh, like someone of a higher of a higher level um, of me, like in in rank, like when they have expectations that are like extremely high, but they don't even meet the requirement of their own position to 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 even. They shouldn't even feel the, the the need to give me all these expectations. If they if if even if I want to meet them, and they're they're lagging. Like for instance, like I, I'm in a scenario right now where I'm a, I'm so much is expected of me, but the person who's expecting it of me is hardly ever present. Mm-hmm. So how can you be? Be this person with all these expectations, but you're not even present to even watch me do it or meet these meet these expectations, or you're not even present to actually do them yourself. So I have a really, really bad problem with people who love to delegate, people who love to micromanage, and people who love to lead, quote unquote, air quotes, because there's a difference between a leader and a manager. And I hate that. Like, I'm someone who values leadership. I'm someone who values someone that can take a role on and can be that person that people can look up to, that person that people can depend on. And in this current situation that I, I'm in right now, I don't feel that at all. And that really hurts me because Like I said, I value leadership and I would like to consider myself a leader. But for someone to just be so wrong but wants to be right so bad, it's just so it's just so bothering and and, and foul and gruesome. And I just I can't deal with shit like that. I don't want to deal with shit like that. And I cannot wait until I become independent and I get in a real world where I can just. Combat it front on. I just hope when I get into the real world outside of college that I can experience real world shit. Like
1: no, no, no. <laughs> Let me. My mom tells me this all the time. You, you still going to expect some shit in the real world? I'm still going to experience some the shit I'm experiencing right really now. Really don't grow up. And like what she tells me all the times is just worry about yourself.
0: My like, mom says worry about yourself. Yeah, worry, worry about, about yourself. Worry
1: about yourself. Like if you feel like. Uh, your coworker or your boss is not doing their work to be honest ilan got shit to do with you as mm. long as jonathan doing what he's mm. supposed to be doing like Over your resume summer. only says what you did
0: you know how people like what's going on like who don't know what's wrong and you look yeah. at them like
1: oh no like- that is the worst thing like <laughs> there was this girl i knew here and like she was just so bitchy and like when we confronted her, by this bitch started crying. This individual was confused, and she was yeah, she was highly <laughs> confused. And I was like, I I felt like I was watching Discovery Channel because it's like most of the bitches I know, like, and I'm sorry, like, no, I'm not sorry. If you're if you have bitchy behavior, you're a bitch to me. It doesn't matter your your gender to me. Mm-hmm. And so like I felt like she acted like a bitch, but a lot of people who naturally do act like a bitch, they know it. And so I was like what's wrong with you Like how do you not know this right. shit Like why are you lost
0: But with all of that being said everybody That was the show for this week And we hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoy recording it Yes And if you have a listener truth Make sure you email us at asktheuglytruth At gmail.com And we will be sure to feature it on the next show Alright bye Bye I spy with
1: my little life I, I spy with my little life. Oh I, I spy with my little eye I spy I spy with my little eye Oh I